And hi, back at you, and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. Your no-so crew goes on a deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. Rick, Ricky would have nailed it. Well, what would what, what he have done? Uh, you sounded too uh, hackneyed, too uh, early morning radio DJ. Sounded too Jeff Mack. Oh. Wow. Wow. Rude. Is he trying to just touch some world's strongest ass? No, he Wait. did not, because I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the ass grabber himself, the human wrestling database. He's an ass man. <laughs> Is Jeff alive? No one's, I haven't heard hide nor hair from him in forever. He's slaying it like this man is the no cell living legend, Mike Weevil. I interacted, I interacted with one Jeff Mack on Twitter today. <laughs> oh, hell, that's more than I have. I mean, I, damn it. I thought you said I, I, I had a rectum. I'm like, damn near killed him. That's more than I have today on my birthday. And for that, makes sense. <laughs> so. It's the, it's the day after WCW Mayhem, and um, I'm just gonna get out of here. Yeah, bye, bye Mike. Corey, you're on your own. <laughs> I finally officed it. You know what? It is your birthday. Yeah, it is. Hey, it is your birthday. So it's the day after WCW Mayhem, which you can listen to what we thought of that pay per view on the pay per view war stories. <laughs> Tentatively. Yeah. TBD, <laughs> TBD. If it if it airs, to the best of my recollection, to, to my back, my best of my recollection. We did tape that. To the best of my recollection, Corey loves Survivor Series. To the, five yeah. stars. So to I, the five best stars. of his recollection, Joe Rick managed to push record mm. before we did Survivor Series. That red, the red, the light was on. <laughs> well. To my to my best of my recollection. So we're gonna back to Monday Nitro after Mayhem. We have a new. World champion for WCW, Brett the Hitman Hart. Hitman Clark. There it is. <laughs> he doesn't have his leather jacket, doesn't have sunglasses. He's a naked. Doesn't have his brother. Doesn't have his brother. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> doesn't have half the family. He's Bruce. He's Bruce. Still but got he's, Bruce. But he's got a hat. <laughs> he's got a hat. And a sweatshirt. And, and a shirt that says the best. Terrible fucking shirt, dude. Like, Don't worry about shirts. that. I'll be up uh, in a minute. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, or at least someone else will. So November 22nd, the day after Mayhem, we're in Auburn Hills, Michigan. Happy anniversary, Jackie O. Commentary, <laughs> Tony and Bobby, like normal. Palace has already been tore down. There's no? The Malice hasn't happened yet. Yeah, it's supposed to. I thought it did already. I think it's been torn down. Yeah. It's oh, it has the arena, yeah. No, yeah. okay. Uh, commentary, Tony, Bobby. We start the show off with backstage of uh, Jeff Jarrett saying that he's the chosen one. He's going to take matters into his own hands tonight. Uh, then we get a promo from one Bret Hart, your new WCW heavyweight champion. But first, Corey's favorite thing about it, photo stills as he's walking down of Mayhem. Um, Brett, uh, the photo stills of Brett beating Sting. Brett restarting the match with Luger's interference. Brett beating Benoit for the championship. Outsiders and Goldberg getting involved. No photos. Of, no photos of Malenko getting involved. <laughs> he says it's been two years since his last title reign. He said that he's going to be the best heavyweight champion. He says he dedicated the match to his father Stu. Brett says that he's going to do it right this time. Brett says if Goldberg wants a shot because he got screwed out of the title. He can have that title shot at 
Starcade. Instant heat. <laughs> yeah. With the crowd, what the fuck? I'm like, I was a little confused. I'm like, wait a minute. He's giving Goldberg the title shot. Be happy about it. Oh, they are. <laughs> they just wanted to hear They it. want it there. You selfish um, little bastard but Detroit then, fans. Fuck Detroit. Fuck you and Little Caesars. And then the Outsiders come out. Um, first off, the Outsiders don't look like they're in the shape of mind. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, first, they have to make fun of uh, Brett's T-shirt as they make how it's corny as hell that he ha- goes and gets a T-shirt that says, I'm the best, while then... Uh, Scott Hall's like, well, if you're the best... If no, hold, on, hold on, hold on, oh, Nash was first. Okay. And what did his say? Like, Tony... Ro- <sighs> something like Romo or... Not Tony Romo, but like... There was this one little name here in the corner. That would make me Joe Romo or something, something like that. Yeah. And Scott Hall, I guess that would make me the landing strip. As yes, he's wearing a shirt to a fine gentleman's establishment called the Landing Strip. Can I just say how happy I am that Scott Hall is back? My God. <laughs> um, it's just it's like watching that, a car wreck. How did that t-shirt get past standards and practices? He probably had like a hood or something before he walked out <laughs> and took it off. Guess that would make me the landing strip. There's no ring. Whatever. They, it just blew my mind just how out of, out of mind, you know, they looked. Right. A little staggering. I think so. Yeah. Why, what? Okay, here's a here's a tell. Yeah. Whenever Scott Hall's wearing the do-rag uh, yeah. tied up front. He and his cups. He's oh. three sheets to the wind. They uh, mm-hmm. they looked a little uh, pink. Their cheeks did, too, yeah. you know? A little they, red. They've been hitting that alcoholic drink a little early. Yep. Well, grandpa's cough medicine. Yes, sir. Uh, outsiders say that they don't care uh, what Brett wants to do. The right Do things the right way. Um. <coughs> Nash says, you know, since we're in Detroit, gets that little crowd pop. Because I, I think, is it he's Detroit? He's a Detroit boy. Is Detroit uh, outsider? Oh, of course. Okay. Okay, are you kidding me? He uh, challenges. the country. Yeah, that much. Mm, he challenges one Bret Hart to a tag match, and they want Hart to go get Goldberg as their ta- as his tag partner. Playa? Uh, Brett accepts the match, and then Jeff Jarrett sneaks through the crowd and head- hits Brett with the guitar. Jeff uh, says that the belt belongs to him. Uh, he ha- that his music plays and he poses with the title. Uh, looks like he's taking the title with him. Well, one way to do it. Formality. Possession nine tenths of the law. One night and Brett's already had it taken from him. He's <laughs> already been screwed out of that Whoa. title. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Commentary. Hey, so tonight is going to be the Outsiders versus Brett and Goldberg. The Filthy Animals are taking on the Creative Control, or as we call them, the Nazi Control, for the WCW Tag Team Championship. We get Spice versus Tigress, not AC Jazz, because she that, gone. She gone. Because that bitch gone. She gone. She gone. Scared of the Spice. Oh, I'll bring it up later. I'm okay. not scared of the Spice. I want I'll all bring it up spice. later. Bring that Spice to me. Uh, Booker T taking on Mab. Buff Bagwell. That's not great. The Walls wrestling. And then we're going to have a flag match, players. <sighs> Chris Benoit versus Dean Malenko. A flag on each side. A what? A flag. Okay. Yeah. Then we go backstage with Tanae, and he's with Kurt Henning. Kurt Henning says that, you know, 
he lost the match last night, so he will never, never wrestle in WCW again. The powers that be can't stop him from saying goodbye to the fans and the guy, uh, to his fans and the guys in the back. Then the camera pans and we see the maestro playing. Yay. And I'll just say this now. He's playing the whole night. The whole fucking show. Yep. I noticed how he knows how to play that one song real well. Everything else, not so much. Well, you know, when they tell you to learn piano for a gimmick, you think, well, it's... At most, I'll be playing my way to the ring. Like it's one. He song. played Sid. He played Sid. <laughs> like who knew he would have to play for three hours straight? Jesus. Then we see uh, Kidman uh, and Conan talking. Conan telling Kidman that they uh, can steal another camera since the kid cams is MIA. Uh, Conan tells him that he needs to let it go between him and uh, Eddie since they're La Familia. La Familia. You say no to Joe, it's law familia, yeah, familia. Get Toretto. it, <laughs> Toretto SWAT. Uh, then we go backstage with um, Tony Spaghetti. Mm-hmm. I wrote it down in my notes, I think I have the name for it. Okay, it's Frankie Fettuccini and the Breadsticks. Damn it. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, one of those breadsticks, the bald one. I watched to get his ass handed to him by New Jack on the previous week's ECW TV, thus writing him out of the company. So there's And that. now all of a sudden, he's one of the Goombas. As one of the Goombas. For it, Frankie Fettuccini. It's uh, Big Vito. That's it. And Johnny the Bull. And Johnny the Bull. Is that what he was in ECW? It was Big Vito? Uh, Vito, yeah. Just Vito. <laughs> what a way to get through. Vito Von Crush. Jesus. Yes. Way to, way to sneak through that. Uh, your name is Vito? We'll call you Vito Von Crush. Okay. Big Vito. By the way, little known fact. Uh, longtime friend of Vince Russo. Checks out. Checks out. They once performed at a person's Bob Mitzvah together. Doing what? <laughs> Ooh, cake. <laughs> well, a v- Crush is a wrestler and Russo. Was I don't the, know what he was doing there. Which one was Kinky Kelly? Which one was the sexy stud? <laughs> God, I need to watch that movie. <laughs> I can't wait to watch that again. Um, I don't even dare as long as my kids are underage. Frankie Spaghetti. He just collects was it, dust. Fr- was it Frankie? Frankie Fettuccini. Frankie Fettuccini. And the breadsticks. I like says that they're going to take care of Disco tonight, and that but Big Vito. Who are we looking at? Who, who are we taking out tonight? And Johnny the Bull apparently learned how to be Italian by watching every Robert De Niro movie. Or Rocky. <laughs> yeah. With the oh, Bobby yeah. D. Then we go backstage with the powers that be. I heard things. A little bit. And little bit. the powers that be hey. is talking with one total package. Package uh, wants that to have a match tonight of Ming versus Liz. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck he, are you talking even about? the powers that be like, that's a little over the top, don't you think? They say it's a little over the top, but package says, well, she's under my contract. She belongs to she me. She belongs to well, me. When you put it that way, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> she has to do whatever I say. It'll make good TV, all right, bro? If not, I have her under contract for three years, so she has to listen and obey to everything Ooh, I say. And then I was it's a hard the, cutoff, And babe. then I was doing the math. <laughs> yeah, like, that's... Holy shit, her contract did run out right around then. <laughs> Ooh. And then, and then, we, and then we see Liz's reaction to knowing her fate in three years. Fuck well, I can record this. Oh, no. Oh no! Not like this. Why not did like he this. do this to me? Jesus Christ! <laughs> now we understand why she never talked when she was savage. Never, 
ever talked. I know we'll get to it later. Or on that 911 call. I, I know we'll get to it later, but I love at one point Lugo's running in the backyard going, Elizabeth! <laughs> I was like, Elizabeth! <laughs> I was like, God damn it, dude. <laughs> so let's go to our first match of the night for the WCW Tag Team Championships as it was Creative Control, or as we call them, Nazi the Nazi Control. Coalition Party. <laughs> Nazi Coalition. You done versus- with NCP? No. No. <laughs> no, neither am I. Uh, versus the Filthy Animals of Conan and Kidman. Uh, creative Control is squashing Conan. Well, I mean, if you couldn't tell, this was <laughs> going to be a title change. Yeah, oh. yeah. But then the small Tundrons <laughs> yeah. pop up on the Kid Cam. And Kid- Kidman must have fantastic eyesight because I couldn't tell. The I fuck couldn't was going tell. On. But you could see that as Eddie talking with Tori. Latino Heat. And looked like he was hitting on her, but... I mean, wouldn't you? Why are you with Kidman, man? He's got a little tiny package. I saw it in the in the showers, let's see. So then Kidman sprints to the back, and then Creative Control wins the Tag Team Championships with a sidewalk slam. Oh, yay. Cool. So your new Tag Team Champions, Nazi Control. Patrick and Gerald. Let's go backstage with Kidman running into the locker room and jumps on Eddie and attacks him until security breaks him up. We go backstage to Tanae talking with Brett and Goldberg. Um, they said Brett, and Go- uh, Brett says that him and Goldberg take care of the outsiders tonight. Brett then, after that, will take out Jarrett. Goldberg says... <laughs> That's a brilliant move by Goldberg. Hey, go face uh, Jarrett uh, tonight. I'll take care of the outsiders. I got somebody. <laughs> well, first it was, I'll do it by myself. Yeah, he'll do it by and himself. he was like, what? Today was like, one more time? You're going to do what now? Then we go backstage with the new Nitro girl, Sky. Who Surprise, was, they won. She yeah, won. She won. Surprise. They never bothered to officially announce it. Zooli. As I may be new to the team, I don't think you should wrestle tonight, Spice. Don't do it. Bitch, I'll do it. Yeah, first of all, watch your mouth talking to Spice. Yeah, That's all right. I'm saying. Yeah. Put some respect on that tone. Uh, oh, then, we, then we see Henning talking to Buff. Hey, no hard feelings. And then the maestro is still playing. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> then we get a promo from one Norman Smiley as he comes out wearing the, the, the Detroit Lions football gear. We get photos. Charlie Batch jersey. That's what I thought. Uh, we get a uh, photo stills from Mayhem of the Knob versus uh, Smiley uh, match. Smiley says that he's the definition of hardcore. He's hardcore. He, he drank uh, milk that was two days expired. <laughs> That's how hardcore I am. And then he who op- is your daddy? <laughs> then he makes an open challenge, and then Fit Finley runs down, and then beats him up for the longest amount of time. This was amazing, by the way. That he, like, legitimately from the from the injury that he suffered in July in July, to have him running into the ring and kicking ass in November is amazing. Mm-hmm. But it, the beatdown was so long. Yeah. Wow. Then we go to commentary. All I kept thinking was, man, just get rid of the hardcore shit and just have these guys fight. Yeah. This would be fantastic. We go to commentary and they announce that Jarrett is taking on Brett for the title tonight at the top of the hour. Well, looking good for Brett's title already. So. It's kind of like the big show over. <laughs> well. Uh, we see Liz backstage trying to apologize to the total to package, but he's saying that you have to go through this. Uh, then we see Tanae with the Outsiders, and Tanae says, uh, 
uh, the outsiders tell Tanae that they know what Goldberg's plan is tonight. Spear, spear, jackhammer. <laughs> yeah. They're not wrong. <laughs> you know. Uh, the Mayhem match of the week, guys, last week was Johnny Boone. That's right, the referee, Johnny Boone versus Evan Courageous. Your Mayhem match of the week. Does that mean Johnny Boone's the number one contender to the Cruiserweight title? Must be. Yes. Then we see Chavo trying to sell chains to Big Vito and Johnny the Bull. And then you see Disco in the back trying to be the uh-oh and then runs past them. Then we see Taneo Jarrett. Uh, Jarrett says that uh, the he's the chosen one and sooner or later that he will have the title as the title's hanging in his locker. Jarrett says that tonight he will walk out as your champion. So let's go to our next match as it's Evan Courageous with Medusa versus Saturn with Asia. And I thought this was a mixed match, uh, mixed match tag match, but the woman got off the uh, apron. No, finally. but at first they screwed up and said it was a cruiserweight title match. They of course they did. Of course they did. That's why I was so confused when Saturn came out. I'm like, what? Uh, Courageous and Medusa are making out, but Saturn grabs Courageous and hits a T-bone suplex. And then Brad Armstrong comes out looking like hippie version of Van Hammer. Oof. As he says, he goes by Buzzkill. Uh, he ain't on drugs, man. I'm just high on life. Man. As he enters commentary, Saturn hits, puts on the rings of Saturn, and that was it. And I've seen an Armstrong with that hairstyle. Oh, you didn't know. <laughs> Apparently I a- didn't. Asia and Medusa get into it after the match. So, yes. What do you think of Buzzkill? <sighs> Is this is this them uh, you know taking a shot at one uh, double? This G? is this is Vince Russo getting legitimately mad that Brad Armstrong doesn't have the uh, uh, charisma of his brother and thinks, well, I'll just make you act like your brother in a way behind uh, the scenes. It's a behind the yeah. It's kind of it's kind of a shot at the road dog about his dependency problems behind the scenes. Uh, and using his brother to do it. So, wow, that's... Had to make dinner all quarter of that house. Way to go, Vince. I mean, you first it's Oklahoma, now you're getting road dog. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, don't, I don't foresee a long shelf life for the buzzkill like, character. Or himself. The thing is, like, it's crazy about this, right? It's like, you weren't fired. You chose to leave. Why are you so fucking bitter? That's a good question. Jesus. That's a good question. I'm going to quit my job tomorrow. But I'm going to fucking like, hate them because... Fuck all of them. F- fuck Brett them. Hart can be bitter. Why the <laughs> fuck are you bitter? Because Vince told him to hire a nanny. Mm. We go backstage with Tanae with Kidman and Tori. Kidman wants to wrestle Eddie tonight for hitting on Tori. Then we see Vampira and the Misfits walking down an aisle. Then we see Dr. Death and Oklahoma walking down an aisle. we got to stop this vaudeville show, Dr. Death. Uh, then we go to Tanae with Eddie. Eddie says that he uh, isn't proud for what he did, but that was in the past. So tonight, uh, Kidman doesn't want to listen. So tonight, he's going to make But he show also it said sometimes things aren't what they seem to be. Yeah. So I'm like, why are you apologizing? And then immediately saying... I wasn't really hitting on her though. It's pretty... Some things might not seem the right, but my bad. Very confused she by this. She put her tits in my hand. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? I mean, I mean, but we can go to the mayhem match of the week as our next match is them, the worst match of the night. Them Piro with the Misfits versus the Wall with See, Berlin. There's only one good part of this match. It's when Oklahoma's that must be last time I went to see broken in half after like a hip toss or something. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, they show photo stills. <laughs> I swear the, he's broken in half. They show photo stills from Mayhem of Berlin's and Vampiro's match, or what was it? Oklahoma and Dr. Jordan commentary. Um, Vampiro jumps off the apron, the wall catches him and rams him in the post, and Oklahoma posted him, posted him. Uh, misfits jump the wall. Ref notices it, but the wall just sh- shoves him to all the side and is like, all right, call it. We're good. Uh, Berlin hits Vampiro in the head with a chair. Ref- then that's when the ref calls for the bell. Berlin and the wall have a stare down until Mr. Gorbachev comes out. <laughs> I mean, tear the- down this wall. Tear down this wall. But actually, it's the misfits call out Dr. Death and then. Dr. Death destroys them all. that was a mistake, I wouldn't have done that, maybe. Until Vampiro hits a top rope spinning heel kick and gets all of it on Dr. Death. Which Dr. Death was nice enough to oversell completely. (laughs) I mean, he connected good, but fucking Dr. Death pulled that whole rock just getting stunned Mm -hmm. sell job on it. Uh, We see creative control and Jarrett headed to the ring and with Brett headed to the ring. Then we see Liz locking herself up in a shark tank. Oh, that's a good idea. That's I'm not going to backfire at all. And then a limo shows up. <laughs> Our next match, and this is the top of the hour, is going to be one Jeff Jarrett with creative control versus Bret Hart for the WCW Heavyweight Championship. First, though, commentary is asking... What's with that limo? What indeed is with that limo? Um, Jeff puts Brett on the top rope, but Brett falls to the outside. Uh, they fight on the announce table. Uh, they go. It's a back and forth match. Crowds behind it, but then all of a sudden they should point out that hey guys, Grant Hill is here. Cool. And then they just couldn't like during the rest of the night they couldn't stop. Name checking, oh, guys. The, the Pistons are here. Uh, some of the Lions are here. Yep, mostly. Uh, Brett gets knocked out, uh, knocked to the outside. Creative control, or as we call them, the Nazi oh, con- collective, come on down the ring, and uh, but the ref stops them. Dustin Rhodes then sneaks into the ring and hits Jeff Jarrett with the belt. Uh. Brett not Brett playing the uh, dumbfounded babyface doesn't know what to do. So then he starts to put on the sharpshooter, and then stops halfway through. And he's like, "You know what? I can just pin this knocked out guy." <laughs> that was a weird spot. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. <laughs> I have to say, I, I like that. I like the fact of. Um, Putting on a sharpshooter, and then all of a sudden being like, wait, this guy's not moving anymore. Ah, fuck it. I'll pin him. Uh, we go backstage with uh, Liz. Uh, we see Liz. Um, um, Package shows up to her and like, hey, what are you thinking? Um, Package is like, you know what? I lost my temper. I want to apologize. Um, I felt humiliated last night that, you know, you sprayed me with the pepper spray. So, Package says, you know what? You won't have a match. Just give me the key and let me, I'll let you out. And, you know, bygones be guy, bygones and we're good. So, Liz gives him the key 
And then he goes, ah, ha, you're still having the match. You done fucked up. And if I have to get the cage to the ring, we're going to get to the cage to the ring. Then we see the limo, because we then we come back from commercial and we see Sting walk past Liz, as then Sting uh, as li, as li, sorry as Liz is begging for mercy. Sting, help me, help me, please help me. Nah. Sting's like, you know what? Sucks to be you. Sucks to be you. Sucks to suck. You made your <laughs> own cage. And you have to live in it. <laughs> Once again. Uh, Sting's real. Sting, you know I mean? Sting giving no fucks is what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, where are we at? Oh, shoot. Hang on one second. The uh, iPad decided to move up on me. We're live, folks. Uh, we're going to recap of uh, Kidman leaving the ring during the tag title match of the breakdown of the revolution. Not Tag-off. revolution. Filthy animals. As our next match is Kidman with Tori versus Eddie Guerrero with Conan. Is this match for the rights of the filthy animals of... Um, I think it's the rights of Tori. <laughs> Tori on a pole, dude. Well, uh, I mean, Tori was the one. Well, that was like a cage match. You know, cage, Tori on a cage a couple weeks ago. Uh, Tori uh, is trying to talk sense into Kidman, but he's not having any of it. Uh, commentary brings up the results of the R. Anderson injury from last night's mayhem when David Flair hit him with a crowbar. He has some cracked ribs. Um, and I love the fact that they bring up that the powers that be heard that R. Anderson was a agent in the back, but they didn't know he was still working there. So they fired him. So they fired him. <laughs> well, hate to see that. Yes. You hate to see it. <laughs> they did not know he was working there. God damn it. Hi, how are they in charge? <laughs> if you don't know who works for you. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's funny. Um, uh, for the smash, though, it's a quick back and forth. Kidman tries to jump over Eddie, but Eddie headbutts him in the groin. Eddie talks to the ref while um, Kidman's on the ground. Like Eddie's trying to stop the match, it looked like. Um, ref's going to stop the match, but then Kidman um, doesn't want the match to start. Then the Revolution comes out and attack Conan. Uh, they stick Conan's arm between the steps and posts and hits the, uh, drop kicks the steps. Kidman's going for the shooting star press, but Tori points it out. The injured Conan, but he doesn't care. Eddie hits a superplex and a frog splash for the win. Kind of a squash match for Eddie. Kidman didn't really do much. Kind of weird. Too quick of a kill. And who the fuck hired Raven? That's what I think of in the whole Arn Anderson. Like, didn't know he worked here. Bunch of marks. Uh, Backstage with the powers at B. I like the fact that he goes, hey, which one of you guys are Patrick? And then they point point at each other. (laughs) Uh, Powers at B want... uh, the Nazi control to go get Hacksaw Jim Duggan for them and go find out who's in that limo. Uh, Jarrett barges in and argues with the creative control. Um, we see uh, a uh, package getting the forklift 
to get Liz. Uh, creative control finds Hacksaw and tells him to go to the powers that be. And then Corey's favorite part is Tanae's talking to Spice. <coughs> As um, Spice is ready for a match against Tigress. She doesn't know why, uh, know what she would do, but she's ready. That sounds like confidence right there for a the first match, right? I don't know what I'm going to do, but uh, I'm ready. I'm going to do it. Something. Uh, new Nitro Girl Sky, or, you know, that her name was Stacy, tells, tells her once again not to wrestle. Then we get photos still from Mayhem of uh, Liz Pepper spraying the toll package because our next match is Ming versus Elizabeth. <laughs> package is having the forklift bring out Liz. They put the cage in the ring. The bell rings. Ms. Ming tries to break through the cage. At one point, I'm not surprised he didn't. My favorite part's coming up. Toll package enters the ring and dangles the key in front of Ming. He gingerly taps on his shoulder. Hey. I have the key. You want this? And then Ming puts the tongue death grip on the toll package and then goes back to try to get in the cage. But then Sting runs down and it hits Ming with the bat. Uh, he didn't ask Sting is going to open the door. Sting's going to open the door and beat her up. <laughs> <laughs> Sting gets Elizabeth out of the cage and she leaves with him. Then we see from afar backstage one Goldberg talking to somebody, but they don't know who it is. And then we see the limo once again. We don't know who that who was in it. Backstage we see the outsiders are just sitting. We see um, Hacksaw waiting for his cue to start walking down the back. He starts walking, loses it when he sees the piano, and tells the maestro to move over so that Hacksaw can play chopsticks. <laughs> what the hell? Move over, pal! And he does his best Jerry Lee Lewis impression. Yeah. I will tell you this, though. Duggan is a smart man. Anybody else might have bitched, pissed, and moaned about this gimmick. But he's smart enough to realize he's getting more TV time than he has in five years. Correct. Not everybody oh, would yeah. be that smart. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. But let's skip this next match. As it's Lash LaRue versus Disco Inferno. Uh, uh, Disco hurries to the ring because he wants the match to be over quick. So why shouldn't he just lay down? But uh, the match goes for a bit until the Gabagoos should come on down. Old breadsticks. LaRue wins with the lash LaRue with the whiplash. Then the goons attack LaRue. Then the goons attack uh, Disco. Then LaRue gets the chair and attacks the breadsticks. LaRue puts uh, spaghetti noodle in a sleeper hold. And then they put him and Disco put him in a body bag. Me, me thinks there's a new alliance. And boy, I can't wait to see what that produces. Um... Erectile dysfunction, I think. We see. It didn't make me hard. I'll give you that much. <laughs> we see uh, creative control at the limo as the alarm's going off, and this cops show up to ask what's going on. Then we go to Powers at B as they're mad at Duggan as uh, he has to apologize for what he did last week because he didn't know that he took the giant shit in his <laughs> locker room. <laughs> also, <laughs> it's a different locker room. I don't know why that matters now, but all right. He wants payback, so he decides, hey, 
He said that I love the fact he goes, Hey, I haven't shit in like three hours or three days, so I've saved it for you. So go clean up my toilet and use this toothbrush. Well, it's the cleanest fucking toilet I ever saw for some guy that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's go to our next match as it's Nitro Girl Spice versus Nitro Girl Tigress. Can I just give you my recap for the yes. match? My God. <laughs> oh, that's it? That's it. Okay. That's what I wrote. My God. My God. Um, Spice tries to talk sense into Tigress. That's all I needed to say. Yeah, but Tigress slaps her. Spice takes her down. We get a tussle. Spice with a snap mirror, and Tony loses it. <laughs> new girl Spice, uh, new girl Scott, new girl Spice uh, Sky comes nope. down. New Spice girl. Damn it, Nitro girl. <laughs> if you want to be my lover. <laughs> Got to get with my friends. New Nitro girl Sky comes on into the ring. Breath then decides to stop the match because Spice looks like she hurt her eye. And then Sky hits Spice with the ma- makeup kit, and then they paint. Can we really get a hill turn out of the uh, first week we've seen this Nitro Girl? And now, this is where I need to jump in. Yes, we did. So at this point, I was going on a deep dive of the Nitro Girls on Wikipedia when I came across something that I sent you two gentlemen. That would be the Nitro Girls as... Diversity 5. Diversity 5. Jesus Christ. With their single, I Promise. It is on YouTube. I recommend uh, I made it halfway not through. listening it. I made to, it halfway through. But listening to it. It is so incredibly bad. We have a run-in right now. <laughs> yeah, Russo. <laughs> uh, then we go to Tanae with one Ming, as Ming wants a no-DQ match with Sting tonight. Then we see a uh, promo with Kurt Henning. Henning uh, goes to commentary, shakes uh, and hugs Bobby, shakes uh, Tony's hand. I like that, that he goes over to Bobby and hugs and all that, you know, the history. Henning uh, thanks everybody, but he can't get the words out, so he uh, just leaves. Then we go backstage, and then the limo door opens. Then we see Hacksaw in the bathroom, and uh, he finds the Power at B's real toothbrush in a gold uh, case and decides to use it and as what Corey said earlier the cleanest <laughs> supposed to be like three day old you know three day shit yep. toilet ever are, are we at the part now Joe uh, yes you can start it off so for this next segment I'm just going to read to everybody what I sent Joe and Corey when I heard certain music start playing ahem <clears throat> No, no fucking way, God fucking damn it. I saw the, um, I saw the meme of Michael Scott yelling no. Yep. As mm-hmm. I read that the whole time. Yep. As is he saying, no, 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 as bagpipes begin. As one Roddy Piper shows up. Roddy Piper sucks up to Detroit. Talks about how Detroit basketball players are here. Has how the line has the Lions don't need Barry Sanders. Bullshit. And how WCW don't doesn't need writers. Um, they all they've been writing about is TNA and sex. Um, he wants to talk about the world entrances that they did give, but then his mics goes out. 
Grabs another one, goes out. Roddy goes to commentary. Tony has to tell him that the powers that be want to cut his mic. So Roddy runs to the back and grabs the stagehand, wanting to know where the powers that be is at. At this point, I was like, ah, that's a face turn by Russo. Turn this fucking mic off. I know. I was like, I like that. All right. Roddy then kicks open the powers that be door. And then uh, creative control gets in his face with the power of B. says, hey, let him go. Roddy notices who it is and goes, and you're in charge? <laughs> uh, what do you call him? A 530-looking drag queen or something? I'm like, what now? A drag queen with like a 5 o'clock shadow or something. Yeah, it was Whatever. weird. Um, Roddy tells that the power of B uh, is a figment of his own imagination on how he's running this place. Roddy tells him that, uh, that he, that, you know, I'm a legend, so I can do whatever the hell I want. Roddy says, if you ever turn my mic off again, uh, Roddy would beat the hell out of the powers of B. The power of B is like, hey, you done? <laughs> so, can I, can I talk now? Can I talk? And Piper's like, hang on. I have a two-year contract with Time Warner. So that means I get to show up and I get paid. So, uh, and if he doesn't, Piper will sue him. And Powers at B is like, you know what? I don't want a lawsuit, so you can show up, but you're not going to be a wrestler. You can Thank show you. up. So that's face turned by Rusa, right? As then he throws a ref t-shirt to one Roddy Piper. And Roddy Piper is now a referee. I should have threw him a uh, Tory's ref shirt. <laughs> and bottom. <laughs> and uh, if, he says if Piper steps out of line, the Powers at B is going to sue Piper. Piper leaves the room yelling, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we come back from commercial, and he's still doing that as he enters the limo. So, guys, let's discuss this. Do we have to? We do. Roddy Piper's back, but, you know, Ric Flair's gone. Hogan's gone. They're trying to get rid of the old, all the old guys, but Piper can stay. You know what? I blame Jeff Mack, Jeff Mack for this. Yeah, it's all Jeff's fault. 100%. Corey, why is fucking dipshit here? Yeah, why is he? To serve a purpose. It's a bad purpose. It's a bad thought process. But they needed somebody, and that's who they chose to use. So that's there, and then we'll see how it plays out. I know how it plays out. You guys will find out. I hate the 80s. I love the <laughs> 80s. Fuck you. Oh, we're talking about that VH1 show? I love, love the, the 80s. 3D. Then we go backstage. We see Goldberg getting ready. <laughs> then we get some photos still from Mayhem of Buff and Kurt Henning. Then our next match is one Mab, a.k.a. Buff Bagwell versus Booker T. Buff mocks Booker T's pose. Creative Cold comes down. They distract Booker T. Buff hits the blockbuster. Creative Control gets back on the apron. They attack Buff. Henning comes down and stares down Creative Control. But then Buff, but then Henning hits a Henning plex on Buff. And, uh... Then uh, Booker T attacks Creative Control and Henning. Lights go out at midnight. So, uh, looks like Kurt Henning's aligning himself with the powers that be. Looks like the powers that be put him in a position. And then they're going to take advantage of it. And you can't blame him. He wants his job. Yep. So, yeah, he's going he's gonna to play ball with the other team. Well, then we see uh, the outsiders backstage warming up, working out as uh, can't beat him, join him. Nash is... Working out by lifting up a Gatorade bottle. Uh, powers that be, we see, we go back to him. He's congratulating Kurt, saying that he's in charge now, and tells them to go find Hoobie. Hoobie. 
Uh, we go Sting with Tanae. Sting wasn't looking for a fight with Ming, but if he's down for one, fine, we're going to get one. Liz comes and says, hey, I want to be your manager. And Sting looks at Tanae and is like, should I believe her? No. Oh. Once, I don't buy it. Once again, Sting being Sting. Being real, you know. Then our next match, guys, it's Medusa versus Asia. We actually have a match here. Medusa hits a drop kick. Asia puts Medusa in the head in a head scissors. Then Courageous tries to get in the ring, but Saturn pulls him out and gets knocked down. And then the ref calls for the bell, and after the match, Medusa's like, I didn't. Did you see me tap? Because I didn't. Trying to keep strong, right, Corey? Yep. Then we get our Tanae with Dean Malenko's. Malenko says he doesn't like Canada, even though he's wearing a Canadian jersey. And um, that uh, he doesn't like the that two guys that are in the main event are getting paid American dollars. But, you know. Uh, Malenko says that he's going to take the Canadian flag and burn it down. They're in Detroit. I don't think they care. Up. All right. <laughs> Speaking of that, our next match is a flag match. Dean Malenko versus Chris Benoit. Uh, Tony says that you have to get your own flag to win. Nobody told the wrestlers. Yeah. Um, Benoit rips the jersey that Malenko's wearing and chokes him out with it. He's going to get used to choking something out. Crowd starts chanting USA. Uh, Benoit grabs the... Uh, Gasoline uh, that Malenko brings down starts to stalk Malenko with it until Malenko low blows him. Uh, Malenko drop toe holds Benoit onto the bottom rope. Malenko grabs the Canadian flag and wins it as he's supposed to uh, grab his own flag, the United States flag. Malenko uh, beats up Benoit with the flag and then the revolution comes down. They throw the flag into a dumpster and pour gasoline on it, and then Saturn goes up and gets the American flag, and they put it in the dumpster until Bret Hart finally makes the save. What do you guys think? This was stupid as fuck. This was so dumb. I, there is one part I liked about it. But yes, it was, it was stupid. But I liked the long-term storyline payoff with Bret Hart. Yeah. Okay? He comes out, saves the Canadian flag, and then he sees the American flag still in the dumpster. And he looks at the crowd, and then he pulls it out and holds it high. Paying off two years, you know? That I A didn't mind. A long con? That I didn't mind. But it was stupid. It, it, it's Russo... As long as the day is, you know, it's, he's gonna one do of shit. these dudes was in the main event for a title last night. Yep, and he's doing a fucking flag match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're totally dead on. I, it's, uh, I mean, the other guy he wrestled had come in and save it. So, Brett isn't exactly looking main event level. He's kind of looking. Like they have their own version of the big show. He's he's your new champion, and he's the background. It's the Bret Hart. <laughs> he's being background it's right now. It's the Hitman Show tonight, y'all. <laughs> uh, we see Sting headed to the ring. Then, we were, then we're with the powers that be, and they're with Hoovy. 
They say that, hey, your work visa has expired. And um, Hoovy tries to bribe him with tequila. Is this the good stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the good stuff. But then the powers that be spits it in his face. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> like warm horse piss, I think is what he said. Yeah, it's like yeah. warm horse piss. And uh, Crave, he tells Crave Control to go get his toothbrush. It's in that gold case. Let's go to our next match, our 13th match, longer than the uh, pay-per-view. Uh, it's Ming versus Sting in a no-DQ match. Ming jumped Sting. Uh, Elizabeth comes down the ringside. Sting knocks Ming to the outside. Liz tries to use the pepper spray, but Sting stops her. They both enter the ring uh, at the same time. Sting grabs the ropes and nuts Ming. The package runs down. Sting hits a stinger splash on Ming. Sting notices the tall package and drags him in the ring. Ming puts the tongue and death grip on Sting. Elizabeth checks on him, but he doesn't want any help. No. So, guys, Ming has defeated the tall package and Sting in back-to-back nights. That's it's weird. That, it's getting that push. Super weird. I don't uh, know how to like that. Yeah, I don't like it. It makes like no sense in a way, right? But right. maybe if this was Ming, what? Four years ago? Yeah, maybe. Uh, we go backstage with the Outsiders as they're on their way to the ring, and we see Goldberg telling somebody, hey, let's get ready. But then we see the Maestro playing until David Flair runs up and then... He screams, make it stop. Make it stop, and then attacks the piano with the crowbar. This is actually pretty good. Well, I'm sure glad we got three hours of this doof playing piano just for this payoff, though. Yep. Probably get out the first segment, to be honest, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. Let's go to our main event, guys. It's going to be the Outsiders versus Goldberg with a special tag partner. Goldberg comes out, and then Sid's music hits. Creative control doesn't know what, uh, not creative, commentary doesn't know what's happening. Because here comes Sid. But Sid comes down, and he is Goldberg's tag partner. So, guys, four months of this feud Ends in one night. They so, built mutual respect. It's the opposite of Vince McMahon. He puts tag teams together to break them up. Russo builds fuse to make tag teams. So the only part I didn't like about this is the uh, commentator is playing stupid, thinking Sid was going to attack him, and yeah. obviously he was his partner. I don't. I think it's funny that Sid's playing the role of uh, Hulk Hogan, doing the cheap poses and. The but you can definitely tell he's the face again. Mm-hmm. Sid hits a running big boot though. That's scary to see. Goldberg power slams Hall, then he spears him. Uh, Sid then power bombs Hall and covers him. The refs try and do it, but try and get the Goldberg out of the ring while that's happening. Then Nash hits an elbow drop, and Hall covers him for the win. An elbow drop. Yep. Yep. Goldberg and Nash get into it. All four men begin to get in it until security comes and breaks them up. And that is how we end one Nitro. Rinse and repeat from last four weeks. Just fucking chaos. End of a Nitro means the beginning of a Raw. Give it to us Raw, Joe. Huh? Give it to us Raw. I'll give it to you, Raw. We're going to go to Buffalo, New York. going to kick that shiznit doggy style? I think so. Maybe. With your mamas. Buffalo, New York, November 22nd, 1999. Uh, fuck Buffalo. Or Bills. Commentary team is JR and Jesus. King. 
We're going to recap of Triple H's Vince's feud, uh, DX attacking Briscoe, Patterson tests on SmackDown, their smoke bomb, trying to grenade them out of the room. Um, the promo between Triple H and Vince ending with the McMahon family and Tess being pushed down a stairwell. We go backstage and we see uh, Shane telling the guys, Slaughter, Briscoe, Patterson, Tess, that they need to find Vince. They don't know what he's thinking. He's out of control. They need to go find him. Then we go instantly to our first match of the night of Mankind and Al Snow versus the Hollies. We get a recap of Mankind and Al Snow's UPN Vegas Invasion. Foley coming out with a wearing a blue shirt. That not, was weird. Not as uh, it was uh, off-putting. I hate this. As soon as I saw the blue shirt, I was like, "Oh no, we're at that period already." Yeah, probably he's done. He's it's when he switched to the blue shirt was like, "I got nothing left, and I'm ready to retire." <laughs> um, and I'm sick and tired of him and Al Snow together. I'm sick and tired of them fighting the Hollies. <sighs> More on that later. Well, the Hollies come out. First, uh, secondly, and Al brings out the um, uh, hardcore brings out Al's toy because Al, uh, hardcore and Al are in the double pack, and Holly's mad at the Al Snow's toy being pulled off, pulled off at Walmart because it's cost him money. It's costing him money, and nobody's gonna get that hardcore Holly uh, toy for Christmas, <laughs> and you know it's a bad Christmas. It's taking money out of my pocket. You know what? You could brutalize women. I can forgive for that. You take money off of my table? No. Like, honestly, I would be annoyed in real life for him because, yeah, that did cost him a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get good royalties on action figures. Well, unless you're Jericho. Uh, during the match, <laughs> Snow goes for the snowplow on Crash. Mankind brings in a chair. Hardcore hits uh, a dropkick on Crash, and Crash falls onto Al for the win. Mankind hits Crash during all this with the chair. Uh, Mankind thinks they won. Uh, but they lost. Al begins to lose it. Uh, commentary brings up that, hey, The Rock and a partner of his own choice will be taking on Big Boss Man and Albert. Also, Big Show has an open challenge for the title tonight. Hey. That's weird. That sounds familiar. You mean on this show, in the main event tag match, The Rock has a mystery partner? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Weird enough. What? It's Sid. Yeah, where does that... That sounds familiar. Yeah. Can't, can't place it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they don't watch the other show. Which started an hour beforehand. It already kicked off their... Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, we see Shane and the guys looking for Vince. Then we go uh, off-site and see DX is in a limo. Looks like they're on their way to the re- arena. Someone calls DX and lets them know that, hey, Vince has lost it. Uh, DX begins to make fun of everybody on the, you know... Face side of McMahon's team. Gunn brings up that Tess has a broken nose and soon could look like Triple H's. I thought that was a funny little jab. <laughs> Vince is probably mad because of the, uh, all the family falling down the stairs. No, my fault. They're clumsy. Yeah. We go backstage and we see Tess and Shane in the parking lot. It looks like they found uh, Vince sitting in a car, but it looks like he has a baseball bat. Vince says that he's out here getting a, um, some fresh air. And he says, hey, I just want to be out here. It's a full moon. Let me just relax out here. Shane says that, you know, he's seen this look before for Vince. And Vince's like, hey, you guys got to get out of here. You guys got to get ready for your tag team championship match tonight against the Outlaws. I hated this. Yeah. 
absolutely fucking hated this. And kind of uncomfortable, too. Uh, a fucking crazy psychopath in his car with a bat yelling at his children to get away as he's about to handle some justice. It's like every episode of Cops you've ever seen. Checks out. Didn't Check. like any of it. Checks out. Uh, like Florida, man. <laughs> and they're in Buffalo, so not Florida. It's, kind of, it's like the Florida. Yeah, it is. So let's go to our next match, though. It's Kurt Angle versus Sexual Chocolate, Mark Henry. And I will just say at the beginning, did you see the sign on the ramp? As Kurt Angle was walking by, there was a sign no. right on the ramp. It said, the big show is in my pants. <laughs> I was mm. like, hell yes. Uh, my favorite part, my, one of my favorite things about this is Kurt Angle coming out, hand-checking everybody. And, um, Glad-handed. He, yep, you know, hand, high-five and hand-shaking everybody and like... Uh, Lawler's like, what is he, why is he doing this? And Jar's like trying to get less booed. Angle is a breath of fresh, blah, 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 breath mm-hmm. of fresh air. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I'm already done with the same exact fucking thing of him just beating the lower mid card every show with the same exact kind of match, with the same exact going outside and yelling at the crowd for booing him. Can we do something else, mm-hmm. just for one night. They literally do this two shows every week. There's no difference. Yeah. Uh, but before the match, Kurt tries to tell uh, the Olympic, Olympic Cree and states it doesn't matter if you win you, or win or lose at the Olympic Games. Angle did the Olympic Games to get the gold for, him, for himself and the country. Angle brings up that there are some people that tried for the Olympic Games but failed. Some stiff shots across the bow there. Angle wants the fans to cheer for the, <laughs> a true Olympic hero, not the guy that stayed up too late on the night before at the strip clubs. Start cheering. And yep. finished 19th. Uh, Angle tells the to follow the three eyes, and uh, if Mark would have followed the three eyes, he would have won. Uh, Ang- every, everybody forgets Mark Henry was an Olympian in 96, too. Yep. Angle has uh, Henry in an arm bar, but um, Henry turns it into a powerbomb. Hey, there's a new angry sign guy. Uh, Kurt reverses a powerbomb into an overhead suplex for the win. Uh, in the backstage, DX shows up, and then Vince decides to go all um, death wish on him and then rams his vehicle into the limo and starts to break ev- all those, smash all the windshield windows as he's yelling, let's play the game as DX so, runs off. I hate, like Corey, I hated the first segment. I liked this one for one reason. It reminded me of going after Midian. Yeah. It was during this, this sketch here. That it dawned on me what's going on in WF right now. Why I'm not liking it. And it's WF cosplay. Austin got hurt, so Vince has just become Stone Cold. Point blank. Clear as day. He's he's Stone Cold now. And Triple H is Shane Douglas. I kid you not. No, I kid you not. If you go back and watch any ECW from 1998... Triple H right now is doing Shane Douglas. He's the, the hat, even down to the hat and the hair and the ponytail, he is playing Shane Douglas 1998. It's not great. No, and I'm just like, God damn it. No wonder I'm not digging this right now. <laughs> One guy's pretending to be the franchise of all things, and the other guy's <laughs> the other guy's so damn scared of Sagging not having off. the other guy's so damn scared of not having his number one guy around that he's just pretending to be him. Checks out. Uh, we're going to recap a moment ago of Vince destroying DX's limo. 
Then we go. Uh, Recapping me the entire fucking segment. Yes. Uh, then we see Vince outside the DX locker room, smashing the door with the windows as uh, smashing the door with the bat as Shane's trying to calm him down. Um, Vince is yelling. He has all night until DX shows up. Um, then our next match is the Godfathers with Hose versus Chris Jericho. Uh, during the Godfather's uh, promo for the match, they show the angry sign guy that has a sign that says WF equals porn. We're going to recap a last... Uh, Not wrong. Last brawl with Jericho beating up uh, China's thumb with a hammer. Um, we find out that China has had successful thumb surgery. Pretty quick. What was she going to have your surgery on for real, Corey? I have no idea. I assumed something, but I couldn't tell you. Um, Jericho says he uh, has imagined, um, he has an image that has been ruined because he has stepped in the ring with the Godfather. Jericho tries to get the hose kicked out. JR has been told that the cops are on their way, and JR uh, Lawler, who the hell called them? <laughs> Godfather hits the hoe train slash, and Jericho rolls to the outside. Jericho uses the hoe as a shield and throws her, uh, her into the Godfather. Jericho jumps off the stairs and clothesline the Godfather, and they brawl with him as the hoes jump on his back. Uh, Jericho hits a bulldog and a moonsault for the win uh, on the Godfather. We go backstage as Vince is still attacking the door with a bat. The cops show up, and they need to talk to him. They arrest Vince. The DX then come out as the cops try to hold him back. Triple H attacks Vince and gets him with a little nut shot before the he leaves for the cops. Uh, during the so, break, oh. like so, you're arresting some dude, and some other dude just jumps on your stuff and starts beating his ass. You just let him go, pretty much. Fucking white privilege. <laughs> what? Okay, white privilege. Check this out. Uh, during the break, Triple H is yelling at Vince as he's being. Uh, Put in a cop car. Shane charges him and tells him to get back. Vince uh, gets in the cop car and is yelling, "I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna play the game." As DX is laughing at Vince as he's driven off. Our next match, guys: Edge and Christian versus the Dudley Boys. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, Dudley work. Dudley's work on Edge for most of the match. Uh, Bubba accidentally clotheslines Devon, that allowing Edge to finally get the hot tag in for Christian. Dudley's hit a reverse neck breaker. As JR thinks it thinks it's a 3D. Yeah, I was like, uh, it's, nope, it's not what that That's is. That's not the first time he's done that part. Uh, Christian gets on Edge's shoulder and they hit a superplex. Kind of. On Devon for the win. Yeah. <laughs> I know he was like, look at the height. I was like, uh, if he had jumped, it would have been higher. But all right. <laughs> Don't let that get in the way. We're going to go backstage with Cole with The Rock as Cole's chasing down. The Rock, um, they want he wants to know who The Rock's partner is going to be as they walk past Al and Mankind. Mankind's trying to be nice. Rock's like, hey. Um, the Rock says he won't talk to Mankind for what he said the last time they've talked. Uh, Rock says that, uh, just to let you know, I did not throw away your book. And uh, also at, uh, at Royal Rumble 99, I, uh, The Rock carried Mankind. Rock notices Al Snow and wants to know who the hell to, who is he? Does he work for the arena? <sighs> Rock tells Al to take head and uh, take head to a makeup lady, get it all nice and pretty, and stick it up Al's candy ass. Uh, 
I knew it. <laughs> Mankind's like, he does that to everyone. I hate that guy. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Rock and Al. I hate the Rock. <laughs> no, you don't. Rock, Rock leaves, and Mankind's like, he read my book. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and who the hell are you? <laughs> then we see Vince at the police station as he's getting booked. Uh, we get a promo for next week, guys. Uh, wedding day, part two. Tess and Stephanie is going to get married next week at the Staples Center. The, hey, sir. The Staples Arena, the according Staples to Oklahoma. Arena. They keep screwing up Fucking here. idiot. Uh, they show highlights of what we've witnessed Hobie between them. Pinata. <laughs> and then we go off-site to Stephanie's wedding shower as May Mueller there. As they have her open, as they have uh, Stephanie open up their gift. And it's um, a leather skirt, a leather bra, and a whip. Yep, and then was it May that tells her what she can do on her yeah. wedding night? Yeah, Stephanie did a pretty good job of looking like she'd never heard such talk before. Really, Maja told her all about that years ago. <laughs> then we go to our next match, guys. As I love the fact we talked about this last week, and it, it came true. Jeff Hardy with Matt and Terry versus X Pac. There it is. Yep. Uh, Wishing you shall get. We get a recap from SmackDown okay. of X Pac <laughs> costing the Hardys the tag match. So during this match, Edge with the scissor, head scissors takedown. Told you. Jeff jumps <laughs> over the top turnbuckle and hits a springboard splash. X Pac reverses a Hurricane Rana hey, into a powerbomb. <laughs> Time to play the game. Uh, X Pac <laughs> hits a spinning heel kick and goes for a Bronco Buster, but Terry gets on the apron. Matt get, also gets involved, but X-Pac hits him. X-Pac hits the Bronco Buster. Terry is still distracting. Matt gets in and hits a reverse neck breaker. Jeff hits the Swanton, but Bo- Road Dog runs down and pulls Jeff out. Road Dog and Matt brawl until Billy Gunn enters. Billy, I like this part. Billy lifts up uh, Jeff, throws him up in the air, and X-Pac hits an X-Factor for the win. That's right. Uh, we, and then the DX brawls with the Hardys until security breaks them up. Then we see Vince getting his fingers uh, printed. Those are good. Bradshaw? Lubed up. Uh, then we see uh, Big Show getting pacing. And then we go to back to Stephanie's wedding shower as May is embarrassing Moolah as she's getting drunk. Linda's present to one Stephanie is a Bachelorette party in one Las Vegas. Mm, he thinks nothing good can come out of that. May wants a drink, but she falls on the cake, and then May grabs the cake and throws it into Moolah and Stephanie's face. Yep. More on that next week. Then I got a hot take about that next week. Then we get a, then we get a mug shot of one Vince. At least I'm he's so, been through all this before. Oh, you know. At least they didn't, you know, make it a T-shirt like they did a couple years ago. <laughs> So then our next match is an open challenge for the WF Championship as it's one Big Show versus Kane. Yeah. Good on pay-per-view, but not nah, just bury them both and then put it on Raw. Uh, back and forth match here, as, but they keep on focusing on te- uh, Tori. Kane has Big Show in the corner and climbs the top uh, of show and starts punching him until Big Show powerbombs Kane. Viscera comes out and tries to drag Tori to the back. But Tori's able to run down to the ramp. Big Show's going to choke slam Kane, but Kane noses it and then jumps over the ropes and attacks Viscera. Kane is counted out. 
Kane throws Viscera into the ring, but Big Show power uh, choke slams him. Uh, we go backstage with Shane and Tess. Sounded like uh, Shane's talking to Vince. Shane says, "I talk to the lawyers, and I uh, also I'll go deliver that message that you want me to." Uh, commentary brings up Stone Cold is going to meet meet up with the doctors later on this week for a evaluation to see if what's going to happen with his life, basically. Then we get a promo uh, by the game, uh, Triple H. By the franchise. Yeah. The franchise of WWF. The franchise. Uh, Triple H says that he is evidence of the Stone Cold situation. Says the video from earlier of Vince ramming in the car. The the evidence is Vince ramming the uh, car with into the limo. Triple H says, uh, d- uh, says hey, that's attempted murder. Uh, then he says uh, it's aggravated assault when he tries to attack him with a baseball bat. Triple H says that DX stands for law and order around here. And bum, that's bum. why he called the cops. I think they missed an opportunity here. They should have quickly edited, like, as Vince was driving, a jump cut to Vasta being run over. Like, obviously fake <laughs> as fuck, but I think they missed an the opportunity not doing that. Why not? It, yeah. That would have made sense. Yeah. Like, the car drives away, and then all of a like, sudden I you see, see like, the did. car hit. Yeah. yeah. Or Vince starts to drive, and then the and cut. a jump cut to the yeah. car hitting. That would have been, been great. Awesome. That would have been great. Uh, Triple H says that um, Vince will understand the true meaning of doggy style in prison tonight. <laughs> he makes fun of Vince, and uh, Vince's cellmate were whisper sweet nothings in his ear. Then Shane comes out. Shane says that Vince made, had his one phone call and made it to him. Says that Vince would take on Triple H at Armageddon. Triple H does the fake scare look of the, ooh, no. The Scott Hall. Scott Hall. The Scott Hall. But then Triple H says, well, and also you're also in a handicap match tonight against APA. And that's when one Triple H's face went, fuck. Well, I mean, that's a correct reaction. I wouldn't want to do it either. Start in the shower, I guess. Triple H <laughs> says, uh, Shane, uh, to not be a bitch and come on down and, you know. Fight like a Shane's man. Like, walk right. the walk. <laughs> Shane, begins, no Shane begins to walk down, but then DX uh, comes out behind. Tess and Briscoe and Patterson and the Hardys come out. And then the Acolytes come out, and we have an all-out I brawl. Everybody came out. Jesus Christ. But then you see Billy limping away. Shucks. No, it's That's actually it's Billy. Yeah, gun. <laughs> then we see the doctor checking on him. She had a neck brace on. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Our next match, guys, is Val Venus and the British Bulldog. That's a team. That's right. There it is. Versus Too Cool. Bulldog, Bulldog hits a power slam on Sky Too Hotty, but Val pulls the ref out of the ring and then walks out on Bulldog. The posse come out and attack Too Cool until one Rikishi. Fat Too. Rikishi Fatu comes out and attacks the posse. He made a difference. And then Too Cool and Rikishi Fatu dances. So, something for you guys. So, during this whole match, they brought up the uh, parent television council. Oh, God, yes. Oh, yes. By L. Brent Bozell. the third. I was curious about something, so I looked him up. He is the piece of shit that you think he is. Oh, yeah. 100%. Isn't his son making headway Would you right like now? to know about his son? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Bozell's son, Leo Brent Bozell IV, was a participant in the 2021 storming of the United States Capitol. Shocked I am. 
Bozella Fourth was charged in a federal criminal complaint with obstructing an official proce- uh, proceeding, entering a restricted building, and disorderly conduct. That's his fucking demon spawn. So, fuck you in your high moral ground, you piece of oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Eat a fatty. The family is just... Ugh. Trash. Hope you all get COVID and die. Fuck you all. That was a good. No, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, like, I heard the name hmm. when I heard El Primrose the Fourth. I had like non flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, what? No, 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 not these fuckers again. Yeah. It was, uh, then it's like they spent the whole match telling people to write in like their Congress and like fight for your right to watch whatever you want. Okay. You know how what you know all you do? just ignore them. Stop no, giving well, them airtime. The PTC was making a huge deal with SmackDown on, on network TV mm-hmm. to the point where they had to say something. I mean, because they had lost a ton of uh, sponsors from because of it. The PTC, um, yeah, it's that's why I was, that's why I had non flashbacks. I'm like, Fuck not this people, shit again. Man. God damn God, it! Suck. I thought for sure I would have to hear that name again. No, I'm not. Trust me, when I heard when I heard about the fourth, I was like, "Well, that's the least shocking thing I've ever yep. fucking heard." Yep. That pretty much is on brand. <laughs> yeah. uh, Checks out. So is that. Um, but Wana uh, Rikishi Fatu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When? How long has it been gone? Uh, since late '97. Jesus Christ! When they just dis- actually it was like mid '97. He made a difference. Did he? It I, took this long to grow the hair back after they made him shave it to be the Sultan. Uh, did, wasn't there something? I popped so much when he started dancing. I was like, "Oh yes." Wasn't there? So unless it's on heat of how we get to Rikishi. Oh no, he just debuts on Jacked Metal around mm-hmm. late October ninety nine. Just like squashing nobodies, yeah, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's just with two cool and raw. Just weird, okay, because I, I maybe it's down the line, but yeah. I remember club stuff. No, he originally it was just weird. I thought, I like thought, he would be like fucking Joe Brandy, <laughs> jacked. I, I, I thought, I thought they would like. They did segments out like at clubs, like two cool be at the club, dude, and then they see him, dude. They do. Just watch the next couple of weeks of TV, bro. God, okay, well, I, okay no, no, no. I'll say this: I thought this is how no. they brought him. I did not no, see just, him to show up on Raw one night. Typical WWE, they just shove them together and then they do the backstory. God, okay, checks out. Okay with it. It um, worked this time, so can't complain. So let's go to our next match as it's Road Dog versus Test. Oof. I guess it's no longer a tag match this is a for the test. titles. However, Shane's the special guest referee. Scrosh match. Tess wins with this pump handle slam. Jarrah said that if any member of DX gets involved in the Triple H's match tonight, they would be suspended for 30 days without pay. Very exciting. Then we see Vince sitting in his cell. Our next match is Big Boss Man and Albert versus The Rock, and The Rock says the his partner's the people. It's a lot of oh, it's a handicap match. Gag me with a spoon. <laughs> uh, we see Snow and Mankind watching from the back. Albert and Boss Man are having their way with The Rock until one Mick Foley runs down and becomes The Rock's tag partner. Corey. Rock 
I need you to calm down with your excitement. Yeah. Calm down, Corey. Mankind hits a double arm DDT <laughs> on Albert and puts Mr. Sacco on Boss Man as he's trying to get involved. As that's happening, the rock hits the rock bottom and people zobo, and Mankind covers Albert for the win. Is it Boss Man your number one contender? Yes. Yeah. Right. Just making sure. Trying to keep up. Uh, we go backstage <laughs> with Briscoe and Patterson as they're knocking on Triple H's door. Knock, knock, knocking on Triple I H's door. Knock, knock, knocking on H's door. Oh, oh, uh. As oh he, my God. as he, uh, oh. as they're <laughs> laughing their asses off that they can't. Even without the glasses. Uh, they're laughing their asses off because they can't wait to see Triple H get his ass handed to. And uh, he, I think he shoves them both. Uh, offsite, hey guys, Vince has made bail. And they said that they can't, mm, convenient. Uh, he, that they don't recommend him going back to the arena. So, of course. Yep. So, let's go to our main event. It's one Triple H versus the Acolytes. And basically, it yeah, was a handicap match. Um, one against two usually is. Yeah. They uh, throw him in steel steps. They... Um, beat him up. It's basically like a squash match for a while until Bradshaw uh, knocks the ref down. The ref, new ref comes in. They double powerbomb power him. Bradshaw accidentally clotheslines Farouk. Triple H hits Bradshaw with a chair, and then he runs away and stumbles to the top until Vince comes out and hits Triple H on the stage. And that is how you end... Raw. Like gasp. What did you guys think? Hmm. Uh, it's not a great night of wrestling. Not not two great shows. Uh I like I want to say Raw was a better show, but I don't know that I can. I will I categorically say that it wasn't. I think Nitro was better. I did not like Raw at all. I didn't like either show. Oh, I'm not saying I'm I loved to, Nitro. Well, I'm trying to think of anything I liked on either show that would give it an edge. I thought some of the, like the Luger, Liz stuff was funny uh, with Sting. And I liked, uh, I liked the tease of Goldberg's partner. I love the Outsiders skits. I liked the Brett-Jeff match. Um, yeah, I went Nitro. Overall, Nitro was better to me. I'm going Nitro as well. Um, I thought I would be the only fucking one. Raw hot sex here, Corey. Raw, Raw you know was this. okay. Raw was okay, <laughs> but it's just... Raw was not okay. No, Raw was bad. I thought it was actively bad. Raw was terrible. I mm. thought it was no good. Well, let's see what the ratings do. Oh, well, that's going to so, say complete opposite. Before you go on, so like the, the all the Vince stuff is what, is what I hated about the Outsider shit a month ago. Yeah. Which is like, oh my God, this could have been one segment. Holy fuck. Would it's you rather have bands. eight small segments or one long... One long segment. Okay. Yeah, I'd rather have one long one. For sure. I am just... I am of either so, company, just either way, just one long segment. I'm so done with Triple H versus Vince. I'm just... I can't handle it. Well, anymore. we got another month, bro. I know. Yeah. Oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> uh, so the ratings. Let's go last week. WSW a 3.1 and WWF 6.3. That makes this come off that big angle on the pay-per-view. The pay-per-view yep. sucked, but... So let's see how WCW would do it coming off their pay-per-view. 3.4. Okay. WWF? It's a nice little kickback for pay-per-view. WWF? 5.5. Ooh. Ooh, see? 
So we're still at the point. Okay, so they're killing them. Yeah. And it's not close. But we're still at the point that if WCW gives you something good the week before on the pay-per-view, that there's enough interest that you can swing it to a degree. That's good. What do you think... Off of that pay-per-view, what is the one factor, if you had to pick one, that made people tune in? Is it Bret Hart being champion? Yeah, I think it's Bret Hart being the champ. That's, I think that's it's, name value. It's, it, he's a name value, to, especially during the Monday Night Wars. Plus, I think it's something fresh and new. And that's what the crowd who, who left WCW desperately wanted, was something yeah. new. You hadn't had Bret on top. Jesus. You'd had Hogan. <laughs> And Hogan, and then more Hogan. And now it was like, okay, they're clearly doing something different, and Brett's in charge, and he's drunk. He's fucking drunk. Christ, dude. And I I put this on kind of as a half spoof, but Triple H is cosplaying 1998 Shane Douglas in 1999. So you're having Uh, us watch in 1998. uh, Who did it better? ECW. (laughs) Shane Douglas did it better. It's unfortunate. We have a drunk uh, Sandman who is... Stumbled like on a, Hall thinks he's drunk. He yeah. stumbled on the guardrail. He busted himself open with falling, and he is smashing beer. And there is a child underneath him. Yes, there is. What do you never do? Go Repeat the, the spot. spot. Yeah, yeah. He uh, there was a child that probably got beer hey, can splattered I just, on him. Can I just throw this out to you? Shane Douglas starts the show. The Kango hat on. Yep. Jean shorts with mm-hmm. Triple H wears. He had the vest on. Jeff Triple H doesn't do the vest, but he's got the. But he later on has the leather vest. Yeah. Facial hair. Yep. Long winded twenty minute promo. Yep. Only thing Triple H is missing is a piece of ass on his on his arm. Well. Well. Be rectified soon, probably. More on that later. I mean, I'm just calling a spade a spade here. Is that still politically correct to do? Uh, second off, something like that. I'm calling a club a club. So next week, though, guys, we have a wedding. But before we get to next week, let's go to Producer's our. Excited. Let's go to our favorite part of the show. Corey's high point, low point. Like, nope, no, not that one. No, all right. It's the award show. Let's start off with best match. I'm going to go Bret Hart Jarrett. Correct. <laughs> Same as me. Uh, I like I liked uh, X-Pac and Hardy. Worst match. <laughs> X-Pac Hardy. Asia and Medusa. Yeah, Asia right Medusa. There, right there. Yeah. Hey, I know yeah. check. Uh, who is your MVP? Hmm. MVP. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go last. Oh, Jesus. I'm scared of Corey. I can't give it to Vince. That shit was no. too cringe. Vince would be the other thing. I'm yeah. giving it to Vince. Yeah. What? I can't. <laughs> I can't. All he needed was a 316 uh, vest on. What? Uh, yeah. Corporate oh, 316. Oh, yeah. Says so I just fires your ass. Who else gets it on this fuck of a show? There's not a lot of people to choose from here. Uh... Uh, somebody from uh, Mar- somebody from Nitro. Uh, somebody from Nitro. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on to the Vince train. God, uh, plenty yeah. of room. No, hang on. Give me a second. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Hello, skanks. 
Uh, you know what I'm going to go with? Uh, you know what? I refuse to go Vince. It's fair. So I'm going to go Luger. He was funny. That's fair. Luger said Rikishi, brought, he made a difference. Nah, Luger brought the haha. Uh, <laughs> I'll bring the haha and I'll give it to a Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> he was good too. I'm not when doing was the last time Hacksaw got an MVP on anything. Uh, November 22nd, 1999. Uh, yeah. Nitro. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? What's wrong with the world? I'd go with that over Vince. I just can't. It was just overkill. I I am so. I, I've never gotten to this point on the Monday Night War Stories before with either company where I'm just so done with the main storyline on that company that I do not know how I'm going to get through the next three weeks of that fucking company. Cocaine. And now it's two shows a week and then the pay-per-view. It's clouding everything on that show for me because they won't stop shutting up about it during every other fucking match. So it's just like, I'm just so done with it. Oh. Hey, Corey, who's your uh, motive? Triple H. I just, I loved Triple H before DX got back together, but now it's just like, God damn it. They took their best thing. Put it back in something that'll sell T-shirts. I get it, but God damn it, he was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, he was. Uh, Booble, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh shit! Because yeah. eat a dick. I was so, <laughs> I'm so wrapped up in that fucking storyline. I hate that I forgot Piper was on Nitro. Yep. Oh, I did not. Because that's a guaranteed winner too. Fuck him. Damn it. <laughs> That's the show with Bagwell. You featured know, prominently. Here, here's my and motive. And David Flair. Here's my motive. Fuck Roddy Piper. How did I get through July when Bagwell and Piper were feuding? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Here, know. Here's my motive. Big Boss Man. Whoa. Or his... The blasphemy. Or his title... Title... Feud gen- cohort. Yeah. Big Show. Where the fuck are you? Yeah. In my pants. <laughs> In my pants. Uh, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Besides that, WTF. Um, what the fuck is my sanity going forth... It's a Sandman. I am going to try like hell to remain open-minded about Armageddon. You got to think positive, Corey. That's Power of positivity. Uh, you know what? That's just just incredible for you to do that. But that's but there's two things going against Armageddon for me. Huh. That I can't. Suck it. I can't. Suck it. No, that I can't say yet because uh. it gives away matches that happen on the well. show. All right. But fuck that show. Uh, Starcade's better. Fuck it. <laughs> Hey, 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 Whoa. hey, hey. Predominantly just You're fuck it. Just predominantly positive. <laughs> just like we were at the, uh, the Royale, 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 yeah, Royale Rumble of 2021. Be positive. Be yourself. Hey, I want that positivity train to start up Monday Nitro and see how far it gets Sir, you. That's a okay. hoe train. I'll try next week. I'll, Be positive. Because now we got Vince and <laughs> Triple H <laughs> and old Roddy Roddy Piper on Nitro. And we got a wedding. And guys, uh, we have a wedding. We're still sagging off. I've mm. actually seen the wedding episode multiple times. We'll yep. get ready for another one. Yeah. But before uh, we do that, uh, Booble. Yeah. WTF. Two cool face turn out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. Weird, uh, right? With some fat dude in a thong. Yeah. I mean, song diaper. So like, what the hell's going on here? Nostalgic for me. Like, I am so fucking excited for this. Oh my god! I'm just happy that, but, the, that Yokozuna didn't come <laughs> in the Attitude Era, or that it had his ass dressing like Rikishi. Can you imagine that? I don't think Yoko can dance. I don't think Yoko's that cool. <laughs> I'm just saying they'd have had 800 pounds in a fucking thong. My 
I mean, he wore the thong. He wore tights under it. He's just like, nah. Uh, my WTF is the fact that I love... Oh, Jesus. The uh, the logic that people had of, like, JR and commentary, commentary going, who the hell called the police? It's like, well, yeah, one of your... You had four of your talents almost be murdered again, once again, with a vehicle. Who called the police? Who called the police? Whoop, whoop. I also did, I also did not like all the segments with Vince. It's just too much. He's Austin. Yeah. What does Vince three sixteen stand for? I just fired. Walk with life. Uh, I just stole your gimmick. Yeah. So guys, this and brings an end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories. We have a wedding to look forward to for next week, but for the midweek guys, we have one show. Because it's Thanksgiving and WCW decided not to put a tape show on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Bold move, but all right. Pretty sure TBS did something on Thanksgivings back in the day. Yeah. I don't like remember what. Something. Uh, something like that, Nick. I don't remember what, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they had a tradition on Thanksgiving that uh, they were otherwise engaged. Mm. Trying to think if there were any. Were you at time to think about it? Wouldn't See. be sports. Um, no. Because only no. football. Football. On Thanksgiving and those two games. Back then it was still only two games. Yes. Now they like were four. spoken for. Yeah. So uh, also go back and listen to Mayhem on the pay-per-view war stories. Good show. Can't listen, listen to Survivor Series. Can't listen to Survivor Series. File air. Um, even, but yes. Even the computer does not want Big Show as champion. Uh, yes, that's true. Uh, you can go to nosoentertainment.com. Once again, nocellentertainment.com. And you can also listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.